Evil to the right hand, puts her down. He's going to dump him hard to the ice. Brady Leopold just loves to fight. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. My dream of being a professional hockey player became a reality, but it was all taken away from me in a very short period of time. For many years, hockey was my outlet. Hockey was my drug. When I had a stick in my hand, nothing else mattered. I was able to break into the Western Hockey League in 2004, and I even won the Swift Current Broncos Rookie of the Year. During the summer of my rookie year, I experimented with drugs for the first time. After just seven games in my sophomore season, I walked away from the Swift Current Broncos due to personal reasons. Nobody knew I had been sexually abused at the age of five. I did everything to hide it from everybody, but I just couldn't take it. Drugs and alcohol now took over my life. I did return to the Swift Current Broncos as a 19-year-old, but things were never the same. I was eventually traded to the Kelowna Rockets in my final year of junior where I got to play on a line with the Dallas Stars captain, Jamie Benn, and one of my best friends, the extremely talented Colin Long. It was by far my best season ever, and I even signed with the Tampa Bay Lightning's organization. A dream come true, right? That's when everything went wrong. First it was the cocaine, then came the Oxycontin, and that led me into a 12-year journey into the deepest pits of hell. Within two years, I had now made the switch to heroin, fentanyl, and everything in between, and I was now an intravenous drug user. Multiple suicide attempts and over five trips to the psych ward, I was a shadow of who I once was. By 2014, I was homeless on Hastings in Vancouver, the worst street in North America. By 2015, I was a wanted criminal, making the Crime Stopper headlines more than once. After spending three years in jail, I had completely given up. With nowhere to turn and nowhere to go, I finally started to get honest. I took a chance and made some major changes. This is my story. I overdosed over 10 times. I'm one of the lucky ones. And for that, I will always be grateful. This is for all the men and women we've lost. Matthew Wazinski, Mitch Fadden, this one's for you. My name's Brady Lebel, and I've been to hell and back. This is the road to recovery. Warrior. All right, guys, what's going on? Welcome. Hockey to hell and back. Episode 44. I'm Brady Liebold coming at you guys live from Muskoka, Ontario. If you're watching live, you guys know what I'm going to say. Super grateful that you're here. If you're listening after the fact, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all those places, thank you. If you have time, rate and review it. If you did, if you liked it, great. If you didn't, give me one star. I don't care. It's all about being honest. Uh, we're going to get into the episode, but as always, a couple things I need to cover. Um, you can see the wall growing. I'll tilt my camera. Every episode, as you guys know, is uh, being dedicated uh, to one of those that we've lost. And tonight, we are remembering Steve Montador.
He'll be behind me for the rest of the episode, and then he'll be on the wall. We're never going to forget Monty or any of those we've lost. Monty played 571 games in the NHL and tragically took his own life at only 35 years old. Several concussions, mental illness, among other things. And, you know, this is what, what gets me out of bed every single morning is the fact that we've lost way too many. You guys hear me talk about it all the time. And I'm doing everything in my power um, just to make sure that we can stop this. I had a really good chat with Robin Leonard, Vegas Golden Knights goalie yesterday. Let me tell you, there's a guy, there's a guy that feels the exact same way as I do. So uh, to the Montador family, we're thinking about you tonight. And Steve, I know you're up there watching down over us with the captain, Big Bob. Let me move that one puck. We don't need that puck in front of Bob's face. Uh, anyways, guys, uh, that's puck support. We're doing everything we can to uh, remember all those we've lost. There they are. And sadly, I'm adding new people to this picture all the time. These issues are real, guys. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's tragic. We, we love this beautiful sport of hockey, but there's certainly a long ways to go. There's a lot to change in my hat tonight. Of course, Steve Montador. Um, last thing about puck support. We have a giveaway going on Instagram. And uh, follow at LandoSnipe17. He's one of our young puck support warriors. He's killing it right now with this giveaway. And he's working hard. And so he's going to come on the show Wednesday night to do the giveaway live if you want to win it's a hat a hoodie and a t-shirt you gotta just follow at lando snipe 17 all the details are there lando great job buddy one more thing i want to say i want to give a very special shout out and thank you to danny cone over there in sweden check this drawing out he did pretty amazing there's the final one that's going to be the new podcast cover art, but I had the kids here yesterday overnight uh, until this afternoon, so I didn't get around to decking it all out. I don't, I'm a one-man band here. I don't have any producers or anyone doing my social media, so my time is sort of limited, but we'll get there. Uh, I will say the last thing, too, is thank you to David Carlson out there in Edmonton. I'm sure he's watching right now. If he's not, oh, yes, he is. There he is. David Carlson, thank you, my friend, for hooking me up with Per Mars from Mars Blades and Joe Baker from B Sharp in Ottawa. Uh, I'm rollerblading across Canada next spring, and David's done everything he can to put me in contact with all his people. He, he, uh, he's a skate sharpener by trade, and he's connected throughout the entire hockey community, so he made some phone calls and emails, and wow, it's... Uh, it's amazing. So Mars Blades hooked me up with everything I need for my training journey and the rollerblades. So thank you to Per Mars and Joe Baker up there in Ottawa. We're going to do one sponsor and we'll get right into the episode, guys. Hi there, it's Regan Bartell, the play-by-play voice of the Kelowna Rockets, Brady Leovold's biggest fan. Team Issued is connecting all walks of life. Team Issued does this by recreating that special feeling of being a part of something bigger. A community for all striving towards the same goal. TeamIssued.ca. Promo code 
code drag 15 for 15 percent off thank you to regan bartell jesse paradise everybody at team issued you guys have been with me since episode number three of hockey to heroin so that's well over 100 episodes now thank you jess and Thank you to Regan Bartell. All right, guys, you know how this goes. No video because we tried that when this guy was on the last time. You're going to hear a little bit about that. See you guys in, I don't know, three and a half minutes. Nice and short because I want to get this guy on. Well, today should be a lot of fun. And I just wanted to tell you guys that the reason why I don't do video intros and why it was never really a thing is because it ended before it all really started on the very first episode of Hockey to Hell and Back. You want to talk about a disastrous episode? Well, that first one was just that. And the man on the other side of the camera waiting to join the show was my friend, four-time Stanley Cup champ, Darren McCarty. You know, truthfully, I wish I would have had it recording and I could have seen his face laughing, smiling. But what I really appreciate is the fact that he was super patient about the whole thing and never really gave me a hard time about it. Well, today marks the third time that DMAC has joined me on my podcast. And you have to remember, that's a hat trick. That's three. But this guy's won four Stanley Cups. When I put it that way, it still just blows my mind. I mean... To win one Stanley Cup, we hear people talk about how long it takes. Most guys will never win one. And here's D-Mac, and he has four rings. I really started to admire Darren McCarty for the hockey player. But since getting to know Darren McCarty, the man, I mean, his hockey accolades are one thing. But the man that Darren McCarty is now is truly a gift. Not just to me, but to everybody in the hockey world. He's speaking his truth. He's been very open about the struggles that he faced. And I would suggest everybody read his book, My Last Fight, the true story of a hockey rock star. And he's just that. The last couple times he's been on, we've talked a lot about his hockey career. And I mean, we can't even put a dent in it. We'd have to take the next 10 years to get the full story. And we probably still wouldn't get there because, I mean, the man won four Stanley Cups. I said it earlier. I've been very fortunate to develop a great friendship with Darren McCarty over the last year. He's recently had me on the hook on Woodward Sports, where you can catch him Monday to Friday alongside Maz and Polar Lostra. Of course, he still has his Grind Time podcast with Nick Antonucci and Perry Vellucci. And what really excites me is the recent launch of his CBD roll-on. Everyone really needs to head over to DarrenMcCarty.com to get the real scoop and to check out the swag line. We're going to talk about that as well. I've developed a lot of friendships over this last year, but maybe none more important than the one I've developed with Darren McCarty. I mean, this guy was one of my idols, and now he refers to me as his little brother. It's pretty cool to know you have somebody on your side that's willing to stand up for you, just like he did for his teammates while playing with the Detroit Red Wings. Close the mute. Excuse me. Sorry, guys. I had to clear my throat. And... Let's just get right into it. We'll bring him in. We were actually born in the same hospital, Burnaby General, for all of you that don't know. So we have very close tie. And also, Hockey Hall of Famer Joe Sackick was born there. And DMAC often likes to say that Joe Sackick got all the skill. Well, I'm here to say Darren McCarty got all the Stanley Cups. But yes, Joe did get two as well. All right, let me introduce to you guys 
the man that needs no introduction, four-time Stanley Cup champ, host of Grind Time. He's a rock star. He's a comedian. He's also on the hook on Woodward Sports. But most importantly to me, I call him a friend and fellow puck support warrior, Darren D-Mac McCarty. D-Mac! I'm not crying, you are. No, I mean, bro, I'm so, first of all, I got, first of all, to start properly, puck support, <laughs> and as always, got the godfather on there, and, and you know, um, Brady, I'm so proud of you, just not only your story and everything, but it just, it, it, every everything sort of, your intro and the way that you've done things and the, the growth that you've had, and like you said, 44 and, <laughs> and just the hard work you put behind everything. I mean, I couldn't be more proud because on the journey, it just opened up, dude, I was writing so much stuff down. So uh, just stuff that we talked about before, but uh, good to see that you're plugging away. Good to hear that the, you know, you spent some time with the kids. That's a sick, photo from sweden those swedes are savages the what a artistry that is can't you know that how cool is that bro i, I love yeah. it because it's connection all over right that's what we're all about and like you said you know so we realize we're the survivors but we also too have to preach exactly the good the bad or the indifferent i want everybody to know uh you know coming into tonight i need this talk with you more than I probably did because as you said, I, I've sort of switched gears in 2021 and put my head down and trying to help uh, launch the hook on Woodward sports network and do all the stuff like that. So I'm sort of in this isolation, right? So I, and, and just cause I'm focused. So I haven't, I've, I've gotten that isolation that everybody else does. So to be able to have that connect and to realize just in those few minutes, of why you we do the things that we do now is because you're gaining. Uh, you mentioned uh, Robin Leonard, the goalie. You know, like he's his struggles. But if we all get together, this is yeah. a different team, right? Like that's the the whole thing. All the accolades and all the yeah, that's awesome. That 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 belongs where it is. And don't get it twisted. I'm so grateful for it. But the fact that I have, uh, as you mentioned. Uh, CBD. I have my own Darren, you know, I have my own Darren McCarty brand. Like, you know, that, that's, that's when, because that's, what's going to get the conversation to all people that are in the hole, like we were to work their way out. But the bottom line is the only reason we got out of where the worst of the, where we were and survived is because we did the work, yeah. right? We did, we did the work. So I can't do your work for you, but I can tell you, if you ask me, I always say I'm not here to argue, but I'm here for what do you mean by that? And I think that you nailed everything, the connection that people have to understand. Like I, I didn't write, you know, I didn't write the fact that we were born in the same hospital, that Joe Sackick stole all our offensive talents. He, well, he left, it, like we got a few highlights. He left us, he sprinkled us some in. That's you know? as close as I got my rookie of the year. You got more Stanley Cup. Well, I was watching the, I was watching some of the angles right there early, you know, in the, in your opener clip and stuff. What I've said is he, he didn't just take it all away from us. He left us some sprinkles, how we use it. We just had to optimize. But again, now like uh, I'm so proud of you, not only with, with, uh, uh, to Helen back, the mental health hockey, the puck support, just 
getting the conversations right and and it's just how we're all going to team together and and getting our messages out and and you said the number one thing is doing your part we're just trying to do our part and the fact is that we realize is that the more we surround ourselves with people like-minded that are fighting the same things um look you're going to do rollerblading across the country next year and you look at how with open arms everybody be behind you and try and make sure it's facilitated well yeah because it's, it's things that are greater than ourselves and we have to believe in and you you and i are team guys right we're we're meek i learned that meek doesn't mean weak but it means you give me direction and you tell me what i'm all in you know what i'm saying like if i see my guys in there's like you i'm in there asking questions later i don't care how it started but you got to tell me why i got to believe and i was having this conversation yesterday with some of the military guys and it's because it's not about us it's about the guy beside us i can't let him down and that's you know, for me, I was lucky enough because of Big Bob, where he would show me where the line was so I would teeter on top of it. But but I was lucky enough when I played that my addictions, that hockey and my team, the Red Wings, my guys, the Eisenmans, the Drapers, uh, the Maltbees, Osgood, they, they were behind me, right? So that's what we're trying to do now with puck support. That's what I'm trying to do with grind time. It's just... Bring it out every different way, and I, I couldn't be more proud of you, bud. Thank, hey, man, thanks for all that. Ash is sick. Wendell would be Wendell would be proud of you right now. That's <laughs> so. That's a good seventy stash. <laughs> well, I've committed to it for a year. I don't know if I told you that, but I woke up on December. I think I told you December first. I woke up and I saw a post saying, you know, mental health. Just because it's December first doesn't mean that men's mental health issues go away. And uh, I was like, okay. You're going to challenge me for a year, are you? And, you know, some days I'm like, oh, man, I, I hate this mustache. But then sometimes I look at him like, man, I'm pretty, that looks pretty badass. I, I don't mind it. Like it's, you know, so uh, you know what I love about having you on the show is that it's you're the easiest person to interview. You're like me. Your hair looks sick, by the way. But oh, dude, I, well, Grinder's coming back, right? So I actually got next weekend, I got the comedy tours starting back up uh, doing like there's capacity. So I've kept this. I had this braided last week, and when it comes out of the braid, so shout out to my boy Seven from Grand Rapids. But we, uh, I'll hopefully get it done next week again. But uh, yeah, the band's coming out, so I got to keep it so I can fire it up, you know, because it's all about the show, kid. Yeah, well, of course it is, and well, that's the whole thing, right? Like you said, enjoy your truth. Like it's taken me a long time. Like, and here's the one thing: be it's being true to yourself. The the, the easiest analogy is is you don't no matter what. You got to look in that mirror and don't lie to that person. And if you can get there to not lie to that person and, you know, have that conversation, then you can have a start. So it's, it's, it's it took me a lot longer than I care to admit to get there, DMAC, but I'm there and, and you're right about that. It's, uh, it, I, I can't tell you, man, the, the lying was something that I was never good at or not, never cared to do but when you get into you know addiction and, and things and you're trying to cover up your truth to other people because you don't want people to understand how what you're going through or you're scared of how you're going to be judged then you start to lie to others and to yourself um and i'll tell you yeah man it feels good that i'm not there and um and i'm so proud of you man for the work that you've done and i think there's you know i'll get to some comments later um but i know tammy schultz is uh watching so shout out to tammy i know she's a huge supporter of yours and that's uh a disciple for sure and another whatever and, and these are people right that's this and then you know little thing about tammy is uh 
you know, Tammy's always there to, to lend a hand, whether it's something that I'm doing, something that it's a alumni thing or, or it's a, it's a personal thing. It would be a family thing. And that's, you know, it's all about culture and about people. And that's what we're trying to do in Detroit to, as the wings get better, but also in life. Well, she just mentioned down below, she's watching. She says following Saturday, uh, Darren comedy show in Heartland is now sold out. That's awesome, man. Dude, it's awesome. I got, I got it. I got to, I got to go with, uh, which material I don't even, I have to, I'll have to, uh, get back on the stuff, but I'm excited. Anytime I get in front of people, bro, it's, it's all it is, man. I, it, like that's, I just, I'm a battery. They're my power. I'm grateful. Like you said, that to not only have, have survived what I've survived with, but the power of, other people around me and and like tammy and then and then mentioned like uh i i wish i had the m&ms but talking about her sister aunt jackie so every time i go see her at the stands aunt jackie's got some m&ms for me so you know it's those connections and it's it's real because that's who we are you know we realize you have to understand more is that when you feel more connected because we're human beings when you're connected that's when you're the truth your truth can come out because if you surround yourself, you know, with people that are speaking their truth, right? And it's your truth also, then it's power in numbers. That's like the human experience. Yeah. And I'll just say too quickly is that I've made, obviously made a lot of uh, great friends and, and people that reach out to me for support and, and friendship. And one of them uh, is Jesse Tucker. And I know he's watching right now. He's been having a really hard time. Jess, I'm not going to talk too much about your struggles. He's got, I promised him if he gets six months sober, I'll bring him on the show. Um, I know he's watching, but he actually, the reason why I'm bringing him up is because he is sending me, uh, he has an old, bulls jersey and he's sending it to me so i'm gonna get it all done up with 19 mccarty and i'm gonna have it in my collection so it's pretty cool it's it's like one of the original ones from back in the day too so yeah Yeah, i I got i was lucky because that like 89 like i around the lindros right so lindros year younger but came into the ohl same year as i did in the 89 and stuff so all those uh, i think my mom still has an unopened box of the ohl cards from that year Wow, that wouldn't that be something? But I know I think it's sitting right beside my fifty goal stick from junior too. Yeah, well, you, were, you led the you led the you led the league in points there, I believe. At the, you got the right winger for sure. I, 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 yeah, I won the Mahan right winger. I yeah. was player, no, no, that's not important. The important thing is Kirk <laughs> Malby, fellow grindliner, had fifty goals for Owen Sound that year, right? And and. You have to say that's great, but I had 55. And they'll <laughs> tell you too. So that's it. That's the best part to this day, right? Just like Dre said, he beat us out in second year when he was with Ottawa, which is true. Oh well, these are these are great friendships that remain for you today, right? Like these are the guys oh, you won cup bro- with brothers, man. Like brothers. Like, I mean, I guess the closest thing is is. I lost you for a second. We lost your. I was just. There we go. That was just the call. Um, oh. <laughs> am I back? Yeah, you're back. All right. Um, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like having fraternity brothers or anything else because, and especially when you win cups. But it's the big thing is the '97, '98. The guys who went through all that with the Vladdy incident and stuff like that, because that's larger than life. Yeah. 
No, and that's yeah. I just I remember I was such a young kid then, and um, what a just a, a terrible situation. But I I can only imagine it brought you guys together even more. Well, it it, it does into the believe year and whatever, and it's like you we're, we weren't going to be stopped or you know whatever your mentality is to that way. But it just proves that you know there, there's something emotional. I think in the culture of uh, in the culture of the red wings you know the people that were fans or even growing up and younger at the time you know that that two-year part of the the highest the highs and the lowest the lows but you'd be able to celebrate both and at the end of the day be able to look yourself in the mirror and be happy who you are being true to yourself i, I want to talk a, a, like not even a little bit i want to talk a lot about i mean you've talked a lot about your journey in your book and we've talked about it when you've been on the show before about your battle with alcoholism and and different things and your recovery journey is is your own recovery journey just like mine is my own and i tried to um you know i really tried to fit this mold of you know being you know this way because they were told telling me to do this and it was until that i realized that i needed to do what you know felt right for me um which included you know using smoking a lot of cannabis in the first year of my recovery. Um, and I'm just, I want to hear your take on that and, and what it's done for you, because I know it's been a lifesaver and I, I just, I think there's still some people out there. Uh, we've obviously come a long ways, DMAC, um, surrounding yeah. that. I think there's a lot of people out there that are still like, oh, skeptical and, and this and that. But I, I would just love to hear you talk about your journey through um, using, using the plant. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, you know, I'm grateful. I say this to you all the time. I'm grateful I'm the alcoholic, not the the opiate addict, because the whole different thing is my body will repair itself as it has, and through education, and that's just dumb luck, right? And that, and the one thing is that pills, or I never got into that heroin. I was always the booze, and because of that, my story is. In November of 2015, I was 75 pounds heavier. So I was about 275 pounds, 280 pounds, and my organs were going to explode. I'd just been in the hospital. If it wasn't for the cannabis in my system, my heart rate was 260 over uh, 165 or something, and I didn't stroke and anything like this. So because I had a caregiver, because Michigan had caregivers and was a good friend, it pretty much with my wife being a nurse, it was decided that they were going to take Rick Simpson oil, which is the plant. And this is the, this is the irony of it is you take the whole plant. It's, um, you know, infused with the alcohol and then ripped out. And it's the process. Rick Simpson, uh, Canadian created it, um, uh, for his child because it, it's a stuff that fights cancers. It, it, it fights cancer cells. So I detoxed in my garage, for eight days on t between started off at 15 and then down to about seven grams of RSO a day, which is just either puts you out. So you're either binging, purging, whatever. But the thing is, is on the eighth day, when I woke up, I had the physical addiction of alcohol out of my system, as opposed to where you, no matter how much you've severed, you've severed retention, right? So they're always severed. Now you can calm them down, but those sparks will still give you urges and that's just through education that you know me i'm lucky all my shit's repaired my blood work all my stuff's better back now to that point there he is that, that guy's uh save the world like like for example i'll just oh sorry so as you can see he has 
that there you can put put up the uh picture again right so there it is that's the medical rso that i always have around it's sort of like i i don't use it um i don't need to use it i might use it once uh depending on aches and pains or sleep and stuff but it's being educated so bottom line is that anybody who knows me watches anything knows me hockey is i would protect and do anything for that red ring crest right that's my family that's my blood to this day you know th th those are my guys you know so that immersed in now i put the plant on my chest and i will protect that plant exactly and to be able to have like that is one of the most proud things because not only I'll fight for the plant, that's what that, that implies is that I am, I will fight for that plant. I am. And it's the truth because it's the education. And now as, as you know, the world gets more educated and it's more accepted, you have, you realize where you want to go. Now I realize for me, I'm an insomniac alcoholic, right? So ADD, ADHD, that's the, that's the THC and that's, you know, some needed, but there's more to it. And it's a combination of the CBD and the THC, right? I'll let everybody know is that THC, we've all been taught, you know, reefer madness and stuff that it's the devil. No, 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 no. It's the doorman, meaning how the cannabinoids interact will interact in yourself because all you have to do is get it in right now. The way that it's strain specific, specific, whether that's THC, CBD, CBG, CBN. And I know that people are going, whoa, 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 where are you going? Well, it's just take it that if it starts with the C, you can get it anywhere in the world because it's regulated by FDA and it's and it's for there's no high to it. The the CBD is for for everything. The G specifies your guts, your intestines, the way things work. And then this the N which is the next DMAC thing, which is night-night, which is non-elusive, but you take a drop of that and boom, you have four hours of sleep and it recovers. Now, the whole education is why is this? Because people, endocannabinoid system, we all have one. Anything with a spine has it. And this plant, right, the cannabis plant, feeds it. So you just got to get it in. It's a food processor. And then when you pinpoint specifics like me, my favorites are the Bubba Kushes or the, you know, more of the darks and stuff like this. But I also too have really found, I, I just created Darren McCarty's, um, the Darren McCarty brand's first, first uh, seed to sale plant. It's called Black Eye because all my strains will emulate um, that one will be like, uh, I can't punch you in the face, but if that's what it might feel like. So it's a purple punch 2.0 by face up by fruity pebbles, right? But a lot of things too, is in all the pre-rolls that I approve going out because radical genetics, who is my grower that I approved to be under this label, right? For pre-rolls. Well, a lot of them have stories because there's two to one, uh, THC to CBD, three to ones, five to ones. I also have a, a one to three which all my guys, heavy smokers, it's an eight to 12. That is, um, I guess that's a two to three, but uh, eight to th that it's it just because it enhances and it gets you what you're looking for. Now, some people, I'm an old school, I prefer to smoke. Some people like tinctures, right? The drops in, but it's however you can get what you need and get educated on. 
And it's that's where it goes back to exactly. It goes back to educating of the why. Darren McCarty, grind time with Darren McCarty. Anything I figured out is I need to know why. I'm looking for the why. Why is it? Everything, all that stuff. So as you can see, the new uh new hat. So DarrenMcCarty.com. I know you uh buddy, I got hey, I got them all right here. Don't even worry about it. Like they're so sick. Uh, hey, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah, um, because I'm supposed to go through it and order some stuff, but I'm really bad at it. And and break tell everybody how it's like because you and I are total opposite. In fact, like when when everything in the world gets right and whatever, I gotta I got a big, you know, a big, uh, a big plan for, for both of us. But it's also too, is like, tell everybody how I'm totally opposite of you. And I don't know how to do any of that shit. And like, you're so good at like all the merch and all that stuff. And it's knowing like, and you had to do it and you had to learn it right where I'm, that's where the four cups where the diva comes in is that I just, I, it's cause I'm too old. Right. You grew up with this stuff, and this is too old to learn. I gotta pick my fight. Well, like, I'll be, I'll be perfect. I'll like, be perfectly honest, though. Like it, it is. Susan upstairs is probably laughing. She helps a lot with puck support and, and the swag. But like, I order it all and and have to do it all. And that is my least favorite part of anything that I'm doing. I get anxiety around it. I'm like, what do I order? This, that. And, and so I hear you, but I get it done. But I mean, that's the beauty of winning four Stanley Cups and, and being able to and do it. You you get people to help you. And and that's what it's all about. We talk about being a team guy. Why would you want to do all this crap on your own anyways? Like realistically. But yeah, make sure everyone, DarrenMcCarty.com. It's If you're listening, it uh, not watching live after, I'll have it, all the links um, in the description below and on the social media everywhere and uh while we're doing this um the facebook page i put up i'll put that up too but also um 3 p.m weekdays on woodward sports and i want to say i forgot to say earlier thanks for having me on the show i really enjoyed that you guys do such a great job um with maz and pilar and uh, i i didn't realize till after that she was actually like my favorite deal or no deal girl and so yeah she was she was because she was case 14 and my ex at the time, that was her favorite number. So we all, you know, that was always the one that we were always looking at. And, and so it was just, it, I clued in and I had to message her after. I'm like, whoa, that's really cool. So um, yeah, you guys do a great job and, and you don't just, you cover all things sports and you guys even touch on, you know, some real life issues. So I think you guys are doing an amazing job and it's growing steadily. Make sure you guys follow them social media at Woodward Sports, but I also have the app too, which is really cool. Yeah, no, you can, yeah, download the app, and I know it's on all socials and, and you know, the YouTube clips of the day, and it's about growing something there. You know, you look at it in here, if you're a Detroit sports fan, all the teams are doing their own thing, well, except the Tigers. Um, but, you know, we're, we're all building together, and the best thing about Woodward Sports, there's the crew, um, is the fact that it's diverse. Pilar comes from, you know, the fantasy football world, comes from she's actually a race car driver, you know, very, and I wanted to, you know, my, Maz wants it to be uh, all about old school baseball and, and stats, <laughs> but I love it. But you, you know, you love this day in sports. And I always said to Maz, like, cause I've known Maz in the sports here since, you know, 95 or so. And since he's been here 97, since he's been here. And I always loved him because he's, you know, one of the guys, all the guys that I work with Sean Belegian on my, Friday night and also at Woodward Sports and then Terry Foster's in it, but all the guys that I work with and, 
and not to mention Evan Jenkins and you know Mike Sullivan and Kyle Bogey all help out that are they're, they're actually they're getting too big to even help me now. They were just up with Jack Nicholas and uh, Kid Rock opening up. So I'm not, you know, I'm getting uh, shuffled to the side. So we'd be doing some, uh, but it's a good thing because everybody's growing and that's what we're all helping. And I think that from day one, it's all about progress, not perfection, bro. You see where all those meetings and, and the principles of AA, I live by them. The, the, the absolute, the only difference is, is that I refuse because I could never get it because I almost always get it, but it was always something left. And it was because I needed that garden, I needed that garden because God put that garden here and, and the education of why, why, why. So that supersedes some old drunk dude in my book. Cause that's why they say work your own program. Well, and that's what I was talking about earlier. It's, you know, and I, I agree. I think there's a lot of great principles there and it's a, it's a good place to start. Uh, but that's it for me. It was, I was always trying to, you know, live, live that way. And you know, you can't do this. You can't do that. And though I'm not um, using cannabis, like smoking weed anymore, um, just, and that's not to say that I never will because, Oh, I, I can't no, do it. You, my, made, you made that choice. So bring out, I'm proud. Like, Whoever makes that choice, you know, because you, you're the educate of what you need and looking in that mirror and you understand the CBD because now mm -hmm. you understand why, because you're receptor. So you have to, you know, it's not about making those receptors, you know, funky. It's about selling them down, making them go to sleep. And that's where the CBD comes in. Now I'm not the, you know, like I said, then it's, I always found that I want it, that if somebody's been through it, that's the only way that old guy DMAC with the uh, Santa, beard growing on here it's all stress where it comes out right even though i'm not stressed i mean it should be going other places right because what is there to be stressed about when you get to live your truth every day and try to be the best person then when you're not you try to be better that's all that's all it is so for me the journey with the plant and i said even though we're born in the same hotel our journey is different but the but the similarities of it and it's about helping. It's not about us because we got to be about something bigger than us to be able for us to compete. And that's why we we tag team up. And then, you know, we bring big the sheriff in and like parks and you bring in, you know, all the other guys. And it doesn't matter what level. And it doesn't matter if it's Jesse there. Is that Jesse Tucker? Is that his name? Yeah. You're, yeah, Jesse Tucker there who's who's struggling at the moment. And, and you know what, bro? We get it. We've been there, man. To just hang on, hang on. This too shall pass. It will get better because at least you're reaching out, right? Yeah. So reach out. And I'm not going to tell you that it's roses and you know lemonade and all that crap, but I'm saying that you're on your way. It's you're on your path. I've watched this kid right here. I've watched him, you know, from and and the depths of his story to he was some somewhat of the unlucky one. Bad breaks along the way, you know. You served time. You, you know, you lived in the. On so there's things that I can't relate to. I can try to empathize with and stuff, but there's other people that can. But other people can't understand of, of having the world, you know, by the balls or whatever. But being a self-destructive because you, you know what, you know, here it is. Is because it took me until 2016, 17. To realize at 45 years old, to realize who I was to me, not to everybody else, you know, because uh -huh. that's where it goes from what anybody else 
thinks about you is none of your business to go from caring what everybody said to not giving a flying fuck. That's your opinion, you know? And, you know, if I respect it, then maybe I'll take it into account and you'll see some change. But Lost you for a sec there, D-Mac. I don't know if, uh, let me take him out and bring him back in. There we go. We got you back. All right. <laughs> oh, man. You all make- that, it's all about action. Tell me once, show me twice. That's why I love, that's why you're my guy. That's why you're, you know, love brother I never had. I mean, you've been through it, but it's how you help everybody else and how you reach out and figure out the next new way to reach out to the next guy. Well, I, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I, <laughs> I, I'm just like, this is the thing. Like people are always like, Oh, you, you know, you do this, you do that. It's like, I'm the only thing that I'm doing DMAC is doing what feels right. And it just so happens what I'm doing. Um, you know, it feels right for me, but it, it, it seems like maybe it is helping a little bit. Maybe it is making a little bit of a difference. And, you know, that was sort of the goal was to help one person. But at the end of the day, I don't go out of my way to try to be different than who I am or try to, you know, make myself look different than what I am. This is who I am. And I'm just following my heart. And it goes back to what you said just a few moments ago is that I'm doing this for like, I can be me and be okay with it. I'm not trying to be, you know, everywhere I went, um, you know, from day one, oh, I had to be this hockey player. Then, you know, I was the drug dealer for a bit. I was the jail guy. Like I ran the, ran the range in jails and controlled the the stuff coming in. I did it all, man. I don't talk about it all the time. It's, it's something I'm saving for my book, but like, you know, I, these are all things that I did. I lived that. I was a chameleon. I tried to be anything that I could. I was, you know, did some horrible drug collections and, and different things that was not me that I would never do if, you know, now, because I know who I am, but I was just always trying to fit in and just make people like me. And it just sort of happened that it was like, I was trying to get people to like me in the hockey world and the hockey dressing room. Well, then that kind of filtered out. So I was trying to get the drug world to like me. Then I was like homeless, the homeless world, the jail population. And it just sort of like, man, I'll tell you, it feels great to just be me for once. And you're right. What people think of you is none of your business, really. Like, you know? No, keep plugging away, you know, because there are the ones that you do, you know, and, and you get lost in it because you worry about different things. And, you know, everybody's. I think someone's really trying to get a hold of DMAC there. We're losing them a little bit, but that's all right. Uh, I want to, uh, I'm going to take it away to a sponsor real quick while we're in the middle of this. Um, we'll try to bring him back. Um, but I want to give a shout out to Jeff, um, over there at pride tape, and we will see if we can get DMAC back here in a minute. Pocket of hell and back is brought to you by pride tape. Pride tape is a badge of support from teammates, coaches, parents, and pros to young LGBTQ players. It shows every player that they belong playing the sport they love and that we're all on the same team. Show your support for teammates, coaches, and fans in the LGBTQ community by wrapping your stick with Pride Tape. Every roll of tape will make an impact in sports and beyond. Inclusion starts with leadership. Check out some of the ideas of how you can get involved at youcanplayproject.org. 
Check out Pride Tape at pridetape.com. For more information, you can send an email to aubrey at pridetape.com. That's A-U-B-R-E-E, Aubrey, at PrideTape.com. You can find Pride Tape on Facebook.com slash Pride Tape, on Twitter at Pride Tape, and at Pride Tape on Instagram. Pride Tape thanks all of you for being champions for change. Looks like we got DMAC back. Thank you to Jeff and Aubrey, everyone at Pride Tape, and uh, kudos to the NHL um, doing a great job. Uh, all across the league and a major shout out to Curtis Gabriel, my friend San Jose shark, who uh, is really leading the way. We'll probably give away a couple of rolls of pride tape later in the show. Uh, if we get to it, um, sorry, we lost you again there, DMAC, but I know that Danny Granger is watching right now and he did this picture for you. Um, and this is pretty sick too. He did it with a shark. Oh, sick, dude. Sick, dude. Pointillism or marker or whatever. Dude, that's sick. Yeah. Who yeah. is that kid? That's uh that's Danny Danny Granger. So his um brother-in-law actually is uh Sean McMorrow who played he played a game in the NHL. He was uh he's got his own podcast stuff. He's uh part of the puck support team too, but he that's his brother-in-law. Uh Danny is his brother-in-law. So he uh he also did this one behind me of uh Proby. Um and I was actually able to so he sent me the original. He's like, "Hey, what can I do for you?" Uh you know, for for puck supporter, he wanted to draw something for me or or something meaningful along there on along those lines. I was like, hey, I was like, you know, what you can do is you can you could draw Proby. I think that'd be pretty sick. And so what I did is I sent the original to Danny and the kids, and also sent them this. Oh, so awesome. Tierney and the kids, check out Tierney and the Tuke. I mean, come on, like how can you not like Tierney Probert? She looks great in the puck support Tuke. And they, so thank you for for introducing me to them because Danny reminds me all the time. She's like, if you you know if DMAC didn't co-sign yeah. on that. You'd probably never be talking to me. I'm like, oh, I know. She adopted you too, bro. So you know what? Because then I told her you got to meet this kid because uh, you you bring you know there there's these things and you know the suck is the sucky part is that that people we lost, but there's also too is embrace the ones that come through that remind you and and because you we laugh about it after you guys talk sometimes when when because her and I talk talk you know at least once a month and whatever like that and catching up and it's because it's about the survivors to get the message out and you know there's a lot of bob he he's you know you're talking about monty who steve montador i played with in calgary and you know love that kid when i think about him i think about rhett warner so uh um you know two great teammates and uh, unfortunate what happened to monty but it's just you know, that's the, just what you do because it, it means a lot. And that's just the same thing as that. Try to uh, show support to everybody. Well, and while we're on the topic of, of the Probert family, uh, I was actually, I went on uh, Instagram live last weekend with uh, Declan Probert. Uh, oh, the, the Probert kids. And she has bravely started to open up about her recovery journey, which is really impressive. And she's also uh, going to school to become become an addictions counselor, which is uh, very admirable. And so I would suggest anybody, uh, if you want to watch that, her and I talked for, I don't know, an hour. We had to break it into two videos. It was an hour and a half conversation. And I just am very appreciative of Declan and, and her courage for coming forward and also having me as her first guest on her uh, IG Live, which was really cool. Well, it's cool that you did that, man. And it's everybody playing their part because if that's a silver lining to come out and, and I know that, you know, the responsibility that everybody who, you know, it'd be the same thing is that it takes community. We know this, and especially in the hot community to raise a kid 
well, that doesn't just mean the ones that are on the ice, the ones in the stands, the ones at home, you know, uh, with grandma and grandpa or whatever else for the tournament. So we're all the community. And that's why, you know, the Puck Support Foundation, which is, hey, you love hockey. You you, you want to talk about something. We're here. We're here for you. I'm getting a, a message. I know it was um, I, I knew Declan's birthday was coming up, but someone's saying today is her birthday. So I, it's either today or tomorrow. But happy birthday, Declan, if you're watching or listening. I, so she's, uh, she's 21 now. She's got a long life ahead of her, and from my uh, dealings with her, she's wise wise beyond her years. Um, you know, it, it just coming forward, and, and she reached out and asked for help, and, and got it. And I, it took me till I was another twelve years of suffering from the time I was twenty one. So, you know, I would just encourage anybody out there that's listening or watching that if you're struggling uh, with any with anything, whether it be addiction or mental illness, like you know, reach out. The time is now. Uh, why wait? You have nothing to lose because you know your addiction. You can always go back to your addiction. You can always make that choice. Um, but if we stay on, stay. If I would have stayed in my addiction, maybe I wouldn't have always had the choice to get clean because of the stuff that I was using, overdosing, and this. And life is such a beautiful, precious gift, and it, there is a be- like a great life out there waiting. And I think DMac and I are both proof of that. And I'll say too, DMac, that you know the first time we talked, um, like last year, like over a year ago. Uh, you seem a lot happier. Not that you didn't seem happy in that, but it seems like you you have found um, almost like this new gear, purpose, purpose yeah. right now. Right? It's a, it's the meekness in is that I have a, you know, I'm always good. Think about it. How we're programmed, right? We're sort of programmed seasonal, like, and that's why the connection, the military connection, you know, about the tours or about the the platoons and about the mentality and stuff like this and. You know, I mentioned that because with grind time and and Nick being my right right hand, well, he's a veteran, and we have Team Valhalla also. So, it's for the same. It's it's that combination to have that conversation, and you really realize connected. And and I didn't, you know, it was I was on the sidelines last year, kid. You know, so now I feel like I'm back in the game, and I'm not in a rush to get anywhere. Everything around me is is moving you know that's why i think we talked about before it's like i'm like an octopus i got so many things going on it's because i realize when i'm pushing the hardest i gotta go to something else but right now we're focusing on the hook and and trying to to do that you know i'm trying to get it maz wants it to be the uh the uh i don't know the the old school i love lucy uh sports program and i want it to be uh regis and kathy lee on steroids so uh, i love i love what we're you know the camaraderie so you know and, and and i'm excited because the band's getting ready to fire back up the comedy tour is getting ready you know the cannabis so i mean it's a great i'm i'm just i'm grateful man and then, then it's to be able to to, to see how well you're doing and to be able to reach out. I wanted to ask you a question though. How was your uh, talk with Michael Landsberg? Well, he actually, the first one he came on and it was great. And at the end he's like, I have an idea. How about I come back on and I host your show and interview you. So we did that. He was on twice and uh, yeah, he was, he's been great. I mean, he's kept in contact with me. I know he's uh, been down the, down kind of a dark path too, but he does a lot of work in the mental health field. And I mean, it was good. It was really good. Good. Do you know him? Yeah, oh yeah, dude. You'll have to ask him next time about the first time Claude View and I met on Off the Record. He it was on his show, so he'll probably one of those memories. 
where our conversation, you got to go back because we've never met in 14 years and you can tell. And at that time I give everybody, I say, listen, you, you shouldn't have me meet him for the first time the day after St. Patty's day and drive. And I got to drive four hours to Toronto hungover. Right. So that goes to show you like to this day that as I say, I call it the way it is. I respect him as a man, you know, to this day, I go for dinner, play golf, stuff like that. But, you know, as a player, you can't do stuff like that. And, uh, you know, it, it, it all played out in the, I mean, I'm not going to argue. Uh, <laughs> big fella chose me to be the star kid. So I'm going to live off it. 25 years of that day next year. So I know. There's YouTube. I actually, this year I broke it down for the first time. I and saw it. Really fun to do. So shout out to uh, Justin from Woodward who did that. You can check it out on YouTube. Yeah, I, I watch it and I would suggest everybody to. I'll post a link in the description if you're listening to the audio. Uh, while we're on that topic, uh, I won't keep you for too much longer, DMAC. Um, but while we're on that topic, I do have a question from my friend Stuart Smith that says, great conversation, guys. Question for Darren. Was the Detroit-Colorado rivalry in the 90s the greatest of all time in hockey? Well, uh, in, you know, in my opinion, you know, I mean – I got to think there's rivalries when there are six teams and, you know, like, you know, guy, when you hear the stories about back on the train where they couldn't cross paths because there'd be brawls, that's pretty sweet. You know, <laughs> you and a kid, you and I could have been in there, but no, they were real. There was a hatred. There was a respect because we understood we had to go through them and they were going to make us better. And you look at the, it's a heavyweight fight. It's like any Hagler, Hearns, you know, Ali, Frazier, you know, it's a heavyweight fight. And, you know, it's it's just the respect, you know, like we have for Joe Sackick and, you know, Adam Foote, who I refer to as their Chelly, um, yeah. even though Chelly wasn't around at that time, but he's just all the boys, you know, the only one that you really don't have respect for. And it's just because of the way he acts and is Patrick Waugh. But that's just personal opinion as a person, but everybody else. You know, at the end of the day, we won three, they won two. So I can understand why if they're mad, but it's okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget it. I they're think... another one before we are, in my opinion. So they got that going for them. <laughs> I've, and another one that, you know, you've connected me to, uh, well, helped with it for sure, was Kyle Quincy. And I know he's in charge of the Avalanche. Oh. He's in charge of the Avalanche alumni and he's become a friend. And so, um, you know, I, you know, I've just, he still talks, tells me about, you know, playing with some of those guys that were on that team, uh, you know, on Mondays and this and that. And do you get on the ice at all anymore? As, as little as I can, as little <laughs> as I have to. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's golf season. I prefer, I prefer do my business on the golf course, but honestly, I'm too busy really to, I, I will like when we have stuff come up and as things open up and what's uh, you still under martial law over there? What's oh my man it's uh it's brutal i i always tell people like for me there's more people like i don't want to sit here and say i'm having a hard time because i did three years in jail this is not lockdown i'll show you lockdown like you know what i mean i, I understand that it's hard for some people but I, this has been a, i hate saying it but it's been the best year of my life but yeah we're still under lockdown here in ontario and it's uh it's really getting to people and i I feel especially for the for the young kids that you know their school's been uprooted, their sports have been uprooted because I know if I didn't have those two outlets as a kid, I'd be cooked. I would I, there's no way I would be still be alive. I would have gone through all that at a much younger age and uh, probably wouldn't have made it through it. So you know my heart goes out to everybody. How's things down there in Michigan? 
yeah, open it, you know, open it up slowly, but surely I'd say like half open, you know, not like some States and whatever else, but a lot, a lot more free going than you guys. Got a mask, you know, wear a mask everywhere. Shit. Is that a DMAC mask? I think it is. I think this is. You have those two, eh? I have the pictures of, I wanted to say to you, like I put them up, I went through them pretty quickly, but the stuff that you guys have on DerekMcCarty.com is absolutely lights out. Like these jackets um, and this 25 hoodie, I absolutely love, but all of it, that grind time hoodie with the laces, the three quarter sleeve, it's all so sick, man. Like, and that red shirt with the logo, like, come on. I also, Nick, uh, Nick did a good job with that and obviously taking the time to do it right. So, well, he, there you go. He's, How did I miss it? <laughs> it's, it's there somewhere. There it is. I think. Where is oh, how did, I, how did I miss <laughs> I do this, it? I do this all the time. Um, Man, I got Bob Tobert in my show. There we go. Oh, that's sick. It's that logo on there. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Uh, everybody go to DarrenMcCarty.com. The last question I have for you before I go, before you go, I know you're busy is how's this going for you? Is this a regular gig for you? I do that. Uh, what, yesterday was my last one. They actually won uh, in a shootout. They beat the Tampa Bay um, once uh, one or two games a month. So I think I did about 10 this year. It was fun. Do the end game and stuff like that. You know, stick around. It's, it was still, you know, 750 people or whatever like that. It wasn't, you know, the full crowd. But, you know, to be able to see the progress of some of this talent, like this Jacob Verona, he's, uh, you know, real deal, not only just skill, but energy and compete. Love to see it, you know. So we got, uh, you know, we're riding the wiser plan, bro. So we're all good over here. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I, I- – I'm happy to see you doing that. It seems like you're doing you're everywhere these days, and uh, just keep it up, man. I, if there's anything that I can do on my end, as always, you know, just let me know. And um, once the borders open up and stuff, we'll have to get together like 100. percent That's that's marked on like that's one of the things I'm looking forward to more than anything is is you know shaking your hand, giving you a hug, taking a picture, and and hanging out. Maybe even go play some golf. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely, and uh, you know what. Um, if I get my way, you know, like what a great ESPN's back with uh, hockey, but not just that TNT. So TNT has AEW. So I wouldn't mind, uh, you know, getting do, crossing the. I think there's a hockey wrestling thing there. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah you're, you're, that's you're you're wrestling, wrestling perspective podcast. I also do that with uh, Petey Williams, uh, two-time TNA champ, Dennis Farrell. Um, What's it called again? Sorry, DMAC. Wrestling, Wrestling Perspective Podcast. And then uh, Dimitri Young, uh, Major League Baseball player and Lars Fredrickson, lead singer of Rancid. So we just did our draft. We just, four of us just uh, took all active wrestlers in every, anywhere in the world and made our own factions. I killed it, man. <laughs> I killed it. I got, because it's like, if you're a wrestling fan, I, I got what I wanted. So I got, you know, I got all of, all the young talent and from uh aw i got all the the great female talent like both becky lynch and charlotte flair you know but bianca belair rhea ripley so mine is gonna be entertaining i i there's uh lars went with the death match sort of savage 
killers and then uh somebody else went more tag team so it was fun yeah i i used to man i lived and breathed for hockey and wrestling as a kid that's those are the two things that i watched more than anything so um yeah it's all it's just one more thing you have on the go where uh how often are you doing grind time op episodes and where can people find it dmac grind time uh you know obviously i would look uh there's some update episodes on um woodward's but I'm in the middle of I'm, I want to revamp it because uh, there's too many conversations that I need to have. So I might do something grind time chronicles where I just do pod, do it in podcast form, you know. So uh, there's like I said, a lot of stuff going on. It's just figuring out everything at the right time. So I appreciate all the support from everybody. The easiest thing to do is check out DarrenMcCarty.com and. Check out the the hook in the afternoon, Woodward Sports or YouTube or whatever. There's some great clips of some of the zany stuff we do. Yeah, and um, the last question that we have, well, there's several. Sorry, guys, that I didn't get to all the comments and questions. Um, I apologize. I appreciate them off if they're good. Well, I don't know. I can't even. I I need somebody to go through them all because they come in so quick and I miss them. Uh, but I. I, uh, there's a question here asking if you're going to, when the borders open, will you be touring the comedy show and that in Canada? Yeah, I've played, we've played over, uh, in, before there's, uh, there's, uh, there's no place that I wouldn't play. <laughs> All right. Well, Hey man, I can't, I can't wait to one day see you, you know, playing, playing and performing. Um, Absolutely. The, the whole thing is the, when it's the, the DMAC hat trick is it's a cannabis event and you get the, the band in the afternoon and then a little coffee at night. That's, that's incredible. I'm, I'm really looking forward to, uh, to getting there, watching you do your thing and meeting you, man. It's, uh, it's on my, it's on my bucket list, bro. So, um, just know how, how appreciative I am for your friendship, man. And, uh, Keep doing your thing and keep me up to date as always. Uh, oh, we do have one more question. From Tammy, when will the McCarty brand come out with tinctures? Is that a plan? Yeah, that 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 is a plan um, in the works. Um, I know that the that'd be a Nick question, Tammy. Email Nick because it's about the getting the right bottles. But yeah, in the works, all of that. And I keep saying this last question: How can can people in Canada um, get your CBD roll on McCarty.com? Okay, I w- I'm curious because I'm not sure how the borders work with stuff like that. Yeah, so all that anywhere in the world, go to DarrenMcCarty.com to get the roll on. Awesome, buddy. Put the tinctures on there, and then when we get to the CBN and all that stuff, everything you can get on there, you can get around the world. That's the the beauty. One of these things, you're going to have to come into my stomping ground so I can see you face-to-face, and then we'll we'll smoke some weed. So that's, that's the whole thing, right? The CBD, I can trust you on your own. The weed... It's a little too DMAC for, for everybody. I gotta, you gotta make sure you're in my state when we do it. Well, I'm looking forward to it, man. Thank you so much for doing this, DMAC. We'll we'll okay. talk to you, man. Well, you're an inspiration. Keep keep her going. Okay, love you, man. Love you too, bud. Ciao. Ciao. Wow. Awesome. Thank you, Darren McCarty. Um, please make sure you check out DarrenMcCarty.com. Check out his swag. Check out the CBD roll-on. As soon as he sends me the roll-on, I will uh, do my as always a very honest review and uh, i'm sure that it's great maybe it's going to be a big part of my journey going across canada 
next spring. We have a tentative route. We do have a tentative route. To anybody that saw the picture before, I am not rollerblading across Hudson's Bay. I had a few questions about that, maybe a few jokes, because the original picture had uh, you know, me going across Hudson's Bay. It was just a tentative route. But we do have... Uh, I. I think we're very close to getting the final route. Shout out to Clay Williams. He's behind the scenes doing so much, and I'm so appreciative of it. It takes a long time to plan something like this. Thank you to David Carlson once again, Per Mars, Joe Baker. You guys are amazing. We're going to need all the help that we can get to make this come to light. I'm My Mars Blades broke. If you're wondering why I haven't updated you guys with any new uh, pictures of my training it's because my rollerblades broke but they're sending me new ones and i should have them probably not this week but the following week and i'm looking forward to getting back on the streets here in muskoka getting those getting that burned in my legs it felt so great and i think that was the biggest disappointment behind all of it is that though yes i was training for this greater mission what i didn't realize was that wow this was actually making me feel so incredible getting on my rollerblades again. That's all I did as a kid. That's seriously, I can't tell you how many pairs of wheels I went through that my dad had to pay for. Man, my gave my dad a hard time. Jeez, just thinking about it. Uh, but I can't tell you guys how great it felt to be out there rollerblading. I had a stick in my hand. Uh, had the green biscuit in my pocket when I couldn't. I wasn't on a busy street getting the hands going. Long ways to go. But wow, did it feel amazing. So I'm, yes, I'm looking forward to doing the trip. I'm looking forward to doing the training, but I'm looking forward to just getting on those rollerblades again, man. It's like safe haven for me. And I forgot how much I loved it. If you're out there and you have a kid that you know is training for hockey or has this aspiration to play pro hockey, if you really want to, you know, get better, practice your skating. If you can't get on the ice, Get on some rollerblades. I see all these kids standing there, okay, doing their little do 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 do. Flip the puck up on their backhand and catch it. Do 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 do. Flip, spin. It's all cool, but they're spending more time dicking around with the puck than shooting it. And more importantly, you need to skate, especially in today's hockey. You need to skate, and you need to skate fast. So never mind standing there with your skating tiles whatever yes do that too but put more time into your skating i also have some power skate weights on the way one pound weights for each of my rollerblades to help me with the training we're looking to partner with them as well wow yeah just there's a lot and i always want to continue to talk i but i'm not that important i don't have that that much to say i know i said maybe we're going to give some stuff away but i think we'll save it for next episode plus we're doing a big giveaway on wednesday night so if you want to win a puck support hat a hoodie and a t-shirt go check out lando snipes that's right at lando snipes 17 on instagram that's the only way that you can enter the contest. You got to tag three friends, follow Puck Support, follow Lando Snipe 17, and we're going to give away the swag Wednesday night. Uh, I want to say congratulations to another Puck Support warrior, Tiny Beast Abby, Abby Barocas down there in Illinois. She is just a dynamite little goalie 
and playing with the boys, AAA, lighting it up. They lost in the semifinals today, 2-1. to one. But from all the reports that I heard and the videos I saw, whoa. You want to look out for a young female goalie, hockey player, somebody that could really break down barriers. You heard it here first. I know I'm probably not the first one to say this. I've been telling her this, but she continues to improve. And at the position at goalie, there's no telling how far she can take it. She's only 10 years old, um, maybe nine. I think she's 10 now. Sorry, Abby. Um, my, my memory from all my concussions isn't the greatest. Bottom line, though, is you're killing it. Great job. Keep working hard. We're all proud of you here at Puck Support. And Mark and Liz, please keep the updates coming. Uh, make sure you guys check out PuckSupport.com. Follow us on social media at Puck Support. We do have a promo code up. Never forget. It's going to get you 10% off. Thank you to everybody who uh, rallied this past weekend. You kept me busy. I still have stuff to do tonight to go out tomorrow. It was, whoa, the orders just came in one after the other after the other. We have a bunch of new products launching this week too. So stay tuned. It's exciting. PuckSupport.com. At PuckSupport. Never forget Steve Montador and all those that we've lost. I think about you guys all the time. That's it from Muskoka, guys. If I'm forgetting something, I'm sorry. Thank you for spending the last hour and 10 minutes with me and Darren McCarty. Thank you to Darren McCarty. Catch him on the hook weekdays, 3 to 5 Eastern at Woodward Sports. Make sure you follow them. I look forward to uh, seeing you guys again on Wednesday. Stay tuned for the guests, but I do have my lined up, my uh, guest lineup done for after Wednesday. I'm just trying to fill the Wednesday spot, but I usually have no problem. If not, I'll just come on and spill my guts, tell you guys some stuff that you don't know about me. Cause I, I'm telling you, you guys know me, but there's some, there's some stuff that I've held back. Um, not because I'm scared to, but because I'm writing a book and some things I think are just better written in the book. Tammy, looking forward to the car decals. Yes, car decals will be available this week as well. Um, Eileen Schaefer, have a good night. Michelle Miner, thank you for watching. I didn't realize you were watching. I appreciate all your support. I'm thinking of you guys all the time and thinking of Daniel all the time. Rest in peace, Daniel, and, and thank you um, so much, guys, for watching couple more coming in. Sylvan Voizu is going to help me behind the scenes. Great podcast. Hey, Sylvan, how are you? Thanks for watching as always. Anyways, guys, that's it. That's all. I got lots to do tonight. Lots of orders to fill. David, here we go. If you're struggling, though, reach out. Please reach out. You're worth it. If you have loved ones, friends who are struggling please don't give up on them i know it's hard i know people in addiction especially will push you and push you and push you and hurt you and hurt you and hurt you but please don't give up on them that also doesn't mean to help them you know don't enable them to stay in their addiction just don't give up on them you heard it from me and you heard it from dmac that we can't do it for you. 
We can only show you what we did and speak our truth. It comes down to you as an individual. If you really want the help, you have to go after it. It is not easy. DMAC said it's not going to be all roses. Jesse Tucker, it's not going to be all roses. But we're all here for you guys. You're worth it. Your loved ones are worth it. There is hope. There is always hope, but it takes hard work. It takes honesty. And in some cases, for others, it takes compassion and a whole lot of patience. Anyways, guys, that's it. Hope to see you guys Wednesday, same time, 8 p.m. Eastern. We're doing a giveaway. Make sure you enter that contest. You guys know me. I love to give stuff away. Stay grateful. Be kind. And remember, have a great day if you so choose. Pocket of Hell and Back is brought to you by Performance Wellness. The collaboration between First Star Therapy and MindFrame brings a flexible, holistic program to athletes. The goal is to empower and enhance every athlete's well-being on and off the field of play through focus on intentful movement and mindful practices. You can contact them at consult at firststartherapy.com and team at mindframe.info. Plus, you can check them out on the web at firststartherapy.com and follow First Star on Instagram at firststar.therapy and at mindframe on Twitter plus mindframefit on Instagram.